Happy Monday and welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr., reporting to you live from the Workhorse HQ in Edmonds, Washington. Hope that you all are doing well, and I definitely hope that you've had a great weekend. So excited to be back with you all for another week for more conversation around things that we can do to not only improve our lives, but the lives of those around us. And today's conversation, I believe, is going to be fire. But before we get there, though, I want to say thank you to all of those of you all that are tuning in for maybe your first time or one of your few first times. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Between the Dream podcast. Make sure that you subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening on. And of course, for those of you all that are returning, thank you for your continued support as well. Listen, make sure you continue to share the good word of the podcast and let people know why it means so much to you. I want to go ahead and jump into this. So, uh, y'all know me, haircut Richard, right? Get right, Richard. I was at the barbershop. Now, I know most of y'all are used to seeing me being silly with the haircuts, but barbershop talk is a real thing, right? And I love it. Um, end up having a really good conversation with one of the barbers at uh, my shop this past, uh, last week, and excuse me, last week. And it kind of led into this conversation around like upbringing and you know, we had some uh, uh, some similarities, a lot of similarities, actually, around just how we were brought up when it came to, you know, the, the ways that our fathers were and our, our grandparents were grandfathers and uh, specifically just, you know, how they came up in different areas. Now, this guy is Ukrainian and um, he was sharing some of his experience from experiences with me when it came to like the disposition of Ukrainian men and kind of like the Soviet way. And it was really, really interesting just to understand his dynamic. And I'm explaining, you know, just kind of talking about the upbringing of like, you know, my, my grandfather, you know, being from like Bunkhole, Mississippi, essentially, and having to deal with the racism, you know, being the son of slaves and help and, and really having to like just kind of overcome you know, that lifestyle. And then it was really interesting. Both families ended up raising, um, you know, 10 plus children. And so we were going back in this conversation about like how, you know, a lot of things early on affected us mentally and emotionally because of how like our fathers um, were brought up and them essentially raising us up in their, the only way that they knew how. I think that's the best way to put it. But it got me to thinking though, because he started talking about how it shaped him as a person when it came to his interactions with people. He was telling me how, like, he was like, man, Richard, it's really weird. He was like, I found myself being really loopy and goofy after you left the shop a few weeks ago. He was like, and that's normally not me. He was like, I rarely ever laugh. I don't usually crack a smile. And so he was talking about how he's noticed things within himself. And this was really powerful for me just to get a chance to understand his background, his dynamic, and seeing how, like, he talked about how because he was, you know, raised in this, like, you know, you don't smile culture, nothing's really funny, everything is serious, that it affected him when it came to friendships, when it came to romantic relationships, when it came to even family dynamic and relationships. And it's interesting now he's married with children and he's noticing how it affected him and some things that he had to start moving, shaping and changing in order to be the husband and the father that he wants to be. And it got me to thinking about us as people, right? I think his story is a testament 
testament to something that we can all lean in from, right? We have all come from different backgrounds and obviously no person is perfect, no parent is perfect, right? I've talked about in my earlier books, some of the struggles that I have with my dad. And while we have a phenomenal relationship now, it took time to get there. And it got me to thinking though, about two things that I wanted to leave you all with to start your week when it comes to wherever you are in life right now. Not necessarily saying that you need to be a parent, but understanding how the parental controls essentially from what we dealt with growing up can have control over our lives in a multitude of areas. Whether you have children or not, how you are in your business, how you are in your life, how you are in your mental and emotional health, all of these things, it matters. So stay tuned with me real quick. I wanna give you all these two quick thoughts just for you to kind of allow to resonate with you and then consider how you would like to move forward in the future. The first is this, and that is that I know a lot of times when we have these experiences growing up, um, it's very easy for us to hate what we experienced, hate what we went through, we detest it, and then we make this proclamation that we are never going to be those things that we saw within our imperfect parents that we hated and agreed would never be a greater part of our lives. And while this is great, one of the things that I've noticed from us as people is that depending on where we are and how things kind of flow in our lives over that time frame, it actually can become very easy for us in the spirit of trying to run away from all of these things and trying to ensure that we don't become them, it'll lead us to becoming the very things that we didn't wanna be. And the interesting part is that it doesn't look the exact same way that it did with what we've experienced with our parents, but the outcome when it comes to maybe how we make people feel, maybe how, um, some of the dynamics are and how we approach life, the things that we do, the way that we trust or don't trust, the way that we um, kind of carry our, our ideologies, it can still affect us and it can still be there. So I wanna encourage you all with this one thought as we talk about that portion is to let's make sure that in our charge to be different, that we are actually doing an upkeep of genuinely making sure that in the fight to be so different that we're not looping ourselves back into the same hole <clears throat> and maybe just in a different form. But how are we reflecting on what we experienced that we didn't like in our upbringing with parents, with guardians, and saying, I'm going to make sure that in my actions I'm doing different, that in my thought processes I'm doing different, that I'm not going to allow who they were to become me by one, if you need to make a freaking list of all of the things that you experienced and start to take inventory on that and start to look at yourself within that too and say, okay, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing this, I refuse to do this, whatever the case might be, I believe that this could be a great start. The second thing that I wanna give you all, and hopefully it helps, the barber that I was talking to also talked about how he ended up having a conversation with his father um, not too long ago, really trying to break the ice, but he got everything off of his chest when it came to what he felt, the things that he thought of his father, the hatred and the anger and the resentment that he carried towards him. And in this, it got me to think about us, right? And I know some of us might be estranged from those who raised us, um, whether parents or older brother, who the sister guardian might've been, whatever the case might be. I really wanted to just leave you all with this thought and this idea that 
wow, we have been able to grow and learn to be better, to do better. We've gotten an understanding of tapping deeper into <clears throat> our person, tapping into our mental and our emotional health better than the people who came before us did. I want us to remember that those that came before us, trashy as they might have been sometimes, I think it's a, a good opportunity for us to just take a step back and understand that people before us did the best that they could with what they had. Now hear me, this is not justification for their actions, but it is a space for us to say that as we now get older and as we start to now understand some of the struggles in life and the fact that we have some resources to help us with it, let's take some time to take a step back because you never know what you could do to help the person that came before you that you don't wanna be like. Maybe in your mass awakening, in your understanding, in your growth, you have an opportunity to really start to help the people who raised you to be better because they didn't have the resources on how to manage emotions, on how to deal with anger, on how to raise children. They didn't understand it the way that you do when it comes to all that you have or all that we have. I got a friend who does a really good job with this with a parent right now. And I think that it's just something for us to consider. One, to be able to communicate old feelings and maybe feelings that are still there but then also too, to be able to take some time to show grace and maybe help somebody else in their later years in life. That's my message for you all today. I hope that this helps. And if it did, please make sure to share it with somebody. Richard.Taylor Jr. is my Instagram. Feel free to reach out, hit me up. Richard L. Taylor Jr. is Facebook and LinkedIn. And then at TrulyTaylorMade is my Twitter. RichardTaylorJr.com is the website. I love you all as always. You're not losing in life. You're not failing. You're simply between the dream. Take some time to consider this as you move throughout this week. How do you want to be better? And how can you take the time to show grace and making sure that you're not becoming the very thing that you've despised for so long? Talk to you all on Wednesday. Peace.